Yo, yo, this is my Bob Creek Water Man, the BGOV representative, and right now I'm politicking with the boy Pope. Pope politic. Y'all already know what it is. Stay tuned and don't go nowhere. Spectators. of P.O. Politicking. You're now politicking with P.O. You know, uh, come on, stars. Muy Benny too. Uh, me, es grandioso. Getting a little better, you know, my little Spanglish. Yeah, I like this joint right here. It's that Ludacris, Big Cray on the beat. That's that I'm on fire. That shit bang. Ludacris coming out with some, some tracks. Ludacris and T.I. been coming out with some new heat. I like that. I like that Jeezy too. I've been bumping that uh, All We Do. That Thug Motivation Volume 3, I like that All We Do. I like that We I Do. So, them are my joints right there. And um, before I get started, let me say shout out to some of my peoples out there. First, I'm going to shout out to my homie Amani at MurphNitter.com. My homie C-Town at TurboC.net. My homies at Insure Success. East Coast Digital Radio. And my homies at DreamsBlends.com. Them all my peoples, you know, they be... Supporting me every time I come out with new interviews, new mixtapes. They pumping it for me, so I got pumped in, you know. Show love. Yeah, and um, 2011 almost over. What's today? Today's the 28th, so got a couple more days. It's over. You know, all my politicians, you know, people that ride with me. 2012, we got to hit it hard. Don't even make resolutions, because I know a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. Make New Year's goals, you know. Goals, so... Shit you say you want to do for 2012, shit you need to do for 2012. Don't don't talk about it, be about it. And you know, when you're making goals, you want to make sure you write them down. First thing you do, you got to, you can't just always put it in your head. I know a lot of people like, since rap and hip-hop, they don't like to write. Nah, people don't like to write, but nah, you got to write it down first because you got to take it out of, you got to bring it to reality by writing it down. Then after you write it down, you want to think of ways you're going to achieve it. So you just can't write it down and think it's gonna just you know you're gonna reach goal yourself you gotta think how i'm gonna hit that goal so if i was like oh i want to lose 20 pounds next year okay how am i gonna lose 20 pounds i'm gonna lose 20 pounds by going to the gym i'm gonna lose 20 pounds by eating right i'm gonna go lose 20 pounds by walking at lunch you know at work so you gotta make goals to make you gotta make goals and you gotta make many goals many steps to achieve the goals yeah that's enough of that right there and today's guest i got the homie 
You know, from Brooklyn, my homie Seth Gnarly. Shout out to my homegirl Nod. She be hooking me up with the with the the new new the hot hotness over the East Coast. So Seth Gnarly on today's show, he on fire. So we gonna we gonna you know we gonna do what we do like we do it for TV. So we're gonna go on an interview right now. So stay tuned on PO Politicin. Welcome to another edition of Poe Politicking. Politic with my homie Seth Gnarly. What's good, bro? Yo, yo, what it look like, man. You already know I'm just chilling out here in New York City. Shout out to the whole Cali and San Diego out there. That's what's up, man. Shout out to you. The first thing I want to know, I just want to know about your background a little bit, how you got involved with music. Oh, yeah. For, um, for those who don't know, I'm from New York City, preferably the Bronx area, so... Uh, for those who've been following music, you know, like, the Bronx is the mecca of this music. But I'm, like, from the Bronx, from the Bronx area, 161 in Trinity. That's the same block from where Fat Joe is from. I'm, like, an avenue across from him. I've been started getting music since I could learn about it. Like, in high school, I started writing my first raps my sophomore year. Like, I always liked music throughout my whole life, but my sophomore year was when I started taking it serious. Like, you know what, man? I've been studying this for so long. It's time to get in it. That's just what I, how I got in there. I always used to have, like, my homeboys used to be freestyling, like, in my school hallways. And I just really got in there my sophomore year of high school. Okay. And I was reading your bio a little bit, and your bio was saying you're not to be misconstrued for another Eminem gimmick. So I want to know what do you mean by that? Oh, oh yeah. Um, No shots to nobody that's uh, light-skinned or pale, whatever you want to call yourself. No shots to Eminem at all. Um, it was more or less like, at the end of the day, Eminem is, like, you could say, like, one of the best rappers, period. But he is also one of the best white rappers, period. No, There's no way to get around it. And when people see me, like, I got blue eyes, blonde hair, and I'm pale-skinned. So that's the first thing that pops up in their mind, like, uh, it's probably another Eminem gimmick. Feel me? Like, it's, I'm totally the opposite. Like, one more time, no disrespect to Eminem. I respect everything he's done for the hip-hop game, but... I'm nothing like that. I got my own style, my own sound. And I'm in my own lane. So, yeah, that's just basically what that was about. All right. And I was reading, too. It was talking about your cousin. And you say your cousin is the greatest influence in your life because he got shot 16 times. And before we go into why he's the greatest influence, I'm just taking a wild guess that he got shot with some street shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got like, shot 16 times. I, I was just 16 times. Yeah, he that was some street shit right there. I was like, he, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really want to touch on the situation, feel me, because, you know, people still going, uh, you know. But, um, yeah, my cousin got shot 16 times. Um, throughout, when he got shot, he ended up um, losing his arm because um, the hospital he went to, they ended up saving him, and they had put a plate in his arm, and the plate had caused to get infection. So they told him if he leaves the plate in it, it was a chance that his whole body could get infected. So he just decided to um, cut his arm off. And basically, as far as him being my biggest influence and motivation, is like I seen him at his deathbed. As I don't mean to really put it out there, but I seen him on his deathbed. I seen him in the coma. I seen the doctors who told my um, aunt that he would never walk again. And it's like everything they told him is like everything he did. Everything they said he couldn't do is exactly what he did. Through the grace of God, he ended up walking. He ended up functioning regular and all that. So that's why I say he's my biggest motivation. Like, if somebody could live from 16 shots, whether God helped you or not, it's always a blessing. That's just how I feel about my music. Like, everything everybody told me I couldn't do is, like, what I'm approved to you. So if a man to survive 16 shots, I know I could survive a bunch of critics telling me I ain't going to make it. 
Yeah, but where did he get shot at? They must have just shot him in the damn arm 16 times and... Oh, no, he got shot, um, he got shot everywhere. He got, uh, grazed in the, he got grazed in his head. The shot that went through his arm was because it grazed his head. Oh. Uh. It, it was intended to hit him in his head, but it grazed it, and it went through his arm. He got shot in his legs, uh, his whole stomach, they had to open his stomach. Yeah, he got shot everywhere, like, they meant to kill him, like, the, I guess the situation he was in, it was meant for him to die, but, you know, through the grace of God and stuff like that, he, he came out of that situation good. So, so are you are you would you say you're re- religious? Are you, are you oh no, I don't. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm no, I'm not religious at all. I don't, I don't. For me, I don't knock anybody's other religion, but I'm not religious at all. I just believe in God, and that's what I've believed in. Okay. And so far as your uh, your goals for your career, like you know, what what are some things you want to get accomplished with your career? Oh well, you know, basically, like I'm trying to get my music to the next to the next level whether everybody knows trying to take it to that next big step whether it's with a major label or indie label but besides that I'm just trying to get heard like I want everybody to see my story and my message cause you know everybody raps nowadays I'm pretty sure and everybody has similar to the same story but it's like everybody puts it out a different way like I'm not here to imitate I'm just here to innovate so I mean like a lot of the things that's being done right now have been done in the past but like the new kids is doing it in a fresher way so that's just basically what I'm trying to do like I keep telling people like there's no way people could say New York City is coming back because they never left. It's just what you want to contribute to the New York City movement. You know what I mean? That's just basically what I'm trying to do. Shout out to everybody who's doing it right now in New York City. I'm just trying to contribute to what they're doing. All right. So, level. so you said that you're trying to get to the next level. I guess, so what would you say some of your, uh, your, your strategy or your plan is to get to the next level? Oh, well, my plan right now, like, um, I've been doing, I've been putting out videos. I just dropped Cover Me, uh, like, two weeks ago. So I'm going to just be putting out rapid videos. I just dropped the EP with all original music. And right now, I'm just getting shows. That's my next step. I'm just doing a lot of shows, getting a lot of shows that is going to be, like, execs in the crowd. Not really trying to do no, like, little shows. Cause I've been doing that already for the past year, little shows downtown and stuff. Right now, I'm just trying to get these big shows. I got a show lined up on November 30th at the Public Assembly in Brooklyn, which is a known place where, like, the up-and-coming rappers come to perform. So, yeah, more or less, taking, getting bigger shows, probably try to go out to the, do this little college tour, 10 City College Tour, just to get my face out more. For sure. And, man, we got, you know, there's a lot of rappers out here, you know, doing this, man, in the culture. So I want to know what you say about your style that, you know, separates you and make you stand out from everybody else. Oh man, yeah, like my style, like I'm a cat, you know, like you hear me the way I talk, you know, I'm, I'm charismatic, I got charisma and all that. I'm just 100% myself, like anywhere I go, I'm gonna be myself, and that's why I feel like I'm a win. And as far as the type of music I got, it's like my, I, the way I describe my music is genre breaking. Like I could do a song with Kelly Rowland today, and I could still do a song with Jim Jones, and still, you could still be able to understand me, and you could see like I stood in my own lane. That's why every time somebody asks me the type of music I got, I just say groundbreaking. All right. So, you talking about your style and everything. You about to go into one of your songs. It's called, It's Cool. So I just yeah, man. To... It's cool, man. Yeah. That's off the Sigma Fly EP. Shout out my bro, Show Too Fly, the whole Harlem stand-up. He's on that joint. Yeah, man. Cool, motherfucker, baby, let's get it on. We play that Marvin, no, really, we about to get it on. First let me roll up the strong, promise it won't take long She said she ain't trying to hit it, but 
good, I'ma hit it long. First let me hit that weed, then hit it to the month. I'm rolling off a pill that he got me dancing with stars. Uh. Don't tell my mama she think I'm a god. Uh-huh. My brother's the prince, my bitch is Minaj. Cool fella, the coolest of them all. Some niggas hating, but fuck it, they emotionally broads. I'm overlapping, these dummies gotta get up the park. I can tell you, man, the sweaters, this ain't come out the mark. Time is money, so fuck it, I cop an automobile. But for now, I'm just dreaming, baby, so call them up. I do my thing and them bitches, they love it. Them niggas is hating, that shit is disgusting. <laughs> Mama, a new clutch for the fuck of it. That bitch bad, she on punishment. Hold up. She the only lady, let her call me by my government. I told her, let's get high, so she roll up. Quicker than Cassie. In that Wiz video, her ass is crazy for really dough. Her shit silly, bro. You introduce her to the city, bro. I introduce her to the villa in Tahiti, ho. We be eating good, she a needy, ho. She hit my phone, she won't leave me alone. She said she can't wait to see me blow. Ironic, cause she said it with my thing in the mouth. I be living all that fly shit they singing about. Hold my niggas going, gorillas, I'm bringing them out. They don't like the bookers, cause we be steaming it out. We hit Nemas, we out. Then we eating in towels, I feel like Hova, hold up, let me move my back. <laughs> Some of your current projects, I know we just playing one of the songs off the EP Sigma Five. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are all current projects you're working on right now? Um, right now I'm actually working on another EP, which is gonna be set to have like around eight to ten songs, around the same amount of songs. But the approach I'm taking is like different. Um, it's titled N Question Mark YC. The title is basically like I'm trying to explain to the people like. Like, we was just talking before we was off there. Like, this is the new New York, which is the young cats. Like, this is what I represent of New York. Like, people might know New York from, like, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, and the way they brought up on it. But it's like I'm trying to make them understand it's a new day and age, feel me? So that's just basically what that stands for. And the um, feel I'm going for, I'm going to have a couple of features with up-and-coming New York artists who's actually buzzing the same way I am. Will probably have a bigger buzz than me. Try to get them on there just to really be on a New York sound. That's my next project. I'm going to try to drop it around um, January for the new year. Just give the people something for the new year. So I just dropped the Sigma Fly EP on October 4th. So from now to then, I'm going to just let that build in the buzz for me. And just drop that NY question mark C on it. All right. So what are some of your interests and hobbies outside of making music? Oh, man. Hobbies? I don't... Hobbies. I play basketball. I used to play basketball in high school a lot. I was actually pretty good. You know, I was starting my varsity team. And yeah, so to this day, that's all I do. I'll go shoot some hoops with one of my little homies from around my way. 
Uh, I love the shop, man. For those who know, I'm a sneakerhead. I don't like saying I'm a sneakerhead, but for those who don't know me, I love to shop. What kind of shoes you got? Oh, yeah, you know, from foams to 1990 Air Force Ones to Pumas to Wide Breeze all the way back up to shit, constructions, everything. Like, I'm just established here. How much would you say you spent on your uh, sneaker collection? Oh, my shit, man. I got over, like, thousands. I got over, like, 150 pay kicks. I'm probably somewhere in the double digits of the thousands. I don't want to make myself sound like, you know, but probably like 10000 up to $15,000 worth of sneakers or even more. So where you put them, how you, like, organize them or whatever? Oh, shit, I got all my sneakers in, like, you know, like, some of the old, old sneakers I got, like, from 2003, 2002. Like, I fucking lost the box, so I got them shit stacked up on top of each other. But as of my rest of my sneakers, I got them shit boxed up in the original box. I got them in my hallway. I don't want to know, we got politics a little bit, so I want to know is there any uh, issue in society that's kind of bothering you that you want to speak on? Oh, um, yeah, man, for those who don't know, like, I'm, I'm a real, like, smart person, you know, I'm, I'm into these politics, I'm into what's going on in the world, I just decide not to talk about it, and the reason I don't really talk about it is because, like, there's only but so much you could say and so much that's going to happen. Like, no disrespect to nobody who takes power of their community, but as much as we want our community to get heard, it's not going to get heard. And I know I, I can't, I know if I keep speaking on it, like on raps, it's like, it's not going to get heard. At the end of the day, a lot of these politicians in the, in the government and all this around the world, they really don't respect what the artists have to say. Like, I feel like when they be bringing artists to debate with them, it's just to, like, clown them, feel me? Huh. <laughs> You're like, shut your uneducated ass up. <laughs> hey, you, 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 you making rap records about us, but we're going to make you look like a fool now and come to our show and we're going to say a bunch of fucking shit that you probably don't even know is going on and just twist everything up. Like, for a lot of people that don't know, my brother's in the army, feel me? I'm not going to say his name because I don't want him to get in trouble. And the message that the world is getting is that Obama is bringing everybody back from war. And that's not really the situation. Obama's bringing people back from war that was in Iraq. But he's going back to war and he's sending troops out to Afghanistan. So that basically what's been bothering me. Like, the people in the world don't know this. No disrespect to Obama, but everybody's like, oh, we got a new president. He's doing things. He really is, feel me? I guess, but as far as the troops go, like, there's no reason for them to be at war. Just in my opinion. Like, what are we fighting for? Like, you telling us we fighting for something else, but behind closed doors is really something else. They fight for money. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, it's overpowered. Like, you want to make these people in Afghanistan live by our beliefs. Yeah. But you can make somebody else live by your beliefs. No way, no how. It don't matter if you kill the whole country. They still going to believe in what they believe. And then by you killing the country, it's like you trying to debo them, trying to extort them, but in a friendly way. All right. I just feel like the, sh- the, sh- the, sh- the messages that the TV... And these websites give out to the public is just straight smoke screens. Like, they want us to believe one thing and other shit is really happening. That's why I really don't touch on politics or nothing like that in my music. Because it's like, shit. I'm going to say everything that Lupe Fiasco is saying. And everything Lupe is saying, they, they mimic it. Like, they're not doing nothing to help him. they just laughing at him. Like, oh, shut your ass up. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, like, he really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And they is a rapper to the government. Who's going to win? The government. The government is the one who's showing TV. Feel me? They got the power. We, we just... Shit. 
Yeah, but actually, I mean, just with Lupe, I think if Lupe was actually like, okay, if he was saying what he was saying, and then he was actually like getting people organized and making shit happen, I think then he'll probably get more respect. But it's kind of like you're only saying it, but you don't really like the people are listening. But the people are not really behind you, so it's like they can't take you serious. But I mean, if you got people behind you, like marching for you, like yeah, let's get it on some Martin Luther King shit, that's different, you know. But I just feel like, just is my opinion. I, I feel like since he's not that type of rapper, of, he's not the type of artist that's like really mainstream. He won't demand that type of, you know that that he, he won't demand that from the public. Like the public won't follow him like that. As far as a Jay Z would do it, feel me? Like shit. If they even say, yo, we gonna fucking protest and touch and all this shit, people would really be listening. You feel me? Yeah. It's like, it's Jay-Z, like, dude, like, this is like the fucking Michael Jordan of hip-hop, Michael Jackson of hip-hop. So what you think about that Occupy stuff? The Occupy stuff, see, like, that's something like, I don't really, I don't like getting, like, that's one subject I don't talk about, like, hey, man, you know what? I can't change that situation whatsoever. Whatever I say, my opinion don't need... I feel like my opinion does not matter. Even though everybody's saying, opinion you, does matter. Would you go protest with them and, uh... Nah, man, I'm not protesting. Because at the end of the day, man, it's like... I don't mean to sound foolish, but... All this... This is all downtown protesting. Like, these people ain't coming to the Bronx or to the other, um... Uptown and, and to see how people's living, feel me? Like, they just going by fucking movies and what they see on the internet. Huh. You know, governors or no people protesting... And, and where the where, where the shit is really happening, like in the Bronx, in Manhattan, Brooklyn, it's like oh downtown, like you know, yeah, you be like, it's good. Downtown is already good. People tell me like downtown is like the rich part of New York City. Yeah, no, I'm used to being broke. It's like shit to me. <laughs> yeah, feel me like I'm I'm already yeah exactly. I'm already at the bottom. I'm trying to make it out of here. Yeah, I feel you. Like y'all complaining about little shit. Like there's people that fucking was raised by their grandmother or for SSI their whole life. Yeah, I feel you. And they make the best of it. With no complaints, they just try to get out their situation. Alright. So, far as you say, you've been in the game around six years now. So, I want to know what advice will you give to aspiring artists, rappers, might want to get in the game? Oh, man, yeah. This is, I, I'm glad you asked me that, too. Man, my advice to artists is like, yo, as cliche as this may sound, I know it sounds cliche, but please just do you. Like, stay in your lane. Like, it don't matter if you got to rap for two years and don't put out no material. Study your lane and study your craft. Because, man, like, listening to the radio and trying to put out a song like Dumb Fools is going to really mess you up. Because you got to understand, like, you trying to you trying to cater to the radio, by the time you get a song that's going to get played on the radio, it's going to be a whole nother new sound on the radio. And that's just basically how it works. But, I mean, like, you can't be mad at the radio. They're just going to play one. They're going to play what the music, what the listeners want to hear. Right. So, like, you got to do what you do, and at the end of the day, make them come to you. And I learned that myself, because I was, I felt to that, trying to get DJs to play my dream on the radio, or trying to get on certain blogs. And it's like, you know what, I'm doing it all wrong. I'm going to just sit here, study my craft to the best of my ability, and get them to chase me. Right, you right. I like to say, like, another example is, like, start a bidding war and show you how to hold out. That's just my whole approach to it. Like, you know, make them come for you, like, oh, I want this new kid. And you just chilling. Instead of you going to them, everybody is, like, curving you, like, nah, man, you know. Yeah, build build, build up your buzz. Build up your buzz, build up your brain, and do what you're doing. Because, you know, it even happened, like, even in my in, in my younger stages, like, I would see rappers get on, like, shit, dog. Like, are you really that much better than me? Like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Right. Like, 
man, you just gotta keep it G. You gotta keep that shit G to the end. Like, I feel like everybody gets one chance. Like, you might not know that's your chance, but you're gonna get a chance. And you gotta just make the best out of it. Like, you gotta capitalize off that situation. And doing what other people is doing is really not gonna help you, because at the end of the day, the fans are gonna get hit to that. Like, oh, uh, yeah, he's just another wannabe, or he's just a one hit wonder. Instead of you doing you, you stick it to your craft, all the material you putting out sounds like you, and it just sounds with growth. So it's like, oh, you know what? The shit you was putting out last year wasn't all that, but now this year, I, I mess with this music because I can hear the growth in him. Right, you right. I feel you on that. That's real talk. It was like... That's in everything, too. Yeah, like, I've dropped mixed, like, I've been rapping for six years, but I didn't get into this, like, I've been in this, like, for really, like, I would say, like, four years, because that's when I started, like, dropping mixtapes. And when I started dropping mixtapes, like, shit, people like, yo, don't drop that. I'm like, shit, man, like, I want the fans to love me and supporters to love me for me. Like, I want them to be with me on this journey, and they can see my growth. Like, yeah, they might not like this mixtape, but they gonna like the next one, and the one after that, and then the one after that. So once they like what they really like, they gonna go back to all my old material and hit a growth, like, Right. And this kid ain't this kid ain't just come out the Woodsworth or he ain't just dropped from the sky. He's been put in his grind and it really paid off. And that's how I feel like the great the great rappers that are doing it, that's what they did. Like going back to Rick Boss, like he was writing for so much people before he even got his chance. And when his chance came it was like shit just took off. Mm-hmm. That's just how I do with me. Another person I look up to and like as an idol is currency. Because he's just like he shows you like you don't need a big machine or you don't need nothing. To do your shit for me like you just need good music you could do your good music once the fans start supporting that's it's over yeah you got the fans and you got a following that's when the labels gonna come knocking like yo man this kid is doing something right without us right right get on this that's when they could come and hit you with million dollar deals instead of you going to the label like yo i'm the next new artist uh blah day blah all right here take 200,000 advance and shit you broke after that Right, you right. My approach in this, I don't like, I'm patient, you know. I'm just, I work hard for this, man. I know one day it's going to pay off. So that's just my advice to any artist, man. Just keep it yourself. Don't listen to the, don't listen to what everything else is going on. Like, just do you, man. At the end of the day, it's going to pay off. Because the people are going to respect you for you. All right. And uh, what would you like to tell your fans, people that have been supporting you thus far? Man, yo. Like, for those who know me personally... Like, I'm a real laid-back kid, and all this shit is, like, overwhelming, man. Like, I appreciate people hitting me up on Twitter. I appreciate all my followers, all my supporters who downloaded the EP. And when I appreciate everybody who views my videos on YouTube. I appreciate Poe Politic for giving me the chance to do this interview. I'm all the way out here in the East Coast, you know? I just really appreciate the supporters I have. Like, I'm not just saying it because, you know, I'm getting my buzz up. Like, I really appreciate them. Like, if you go to my Twitter, you see I interact with them. Hit them up, ask them what they doing, ask them what kind of weed they be smoking. <laughs> to make them feel cool, like, man, this is a regular kid, feel me? Like, he's not no, he don't got his head up his ass, like. Yeah, I feel you. Like, famous, I be around celebs, or I be in making out of studios, like, I'm still a regular kid, feel me? Like, after all this is said and done, I still come home to the Bronx, feel me, one bedroom apartment with my mom, and I'm still here, feel me? It's like, I don't sugarcoat nothing. But at the end of the day, this doesn't define who I am. That's just how I live my life. What's up, man? I want to say I appreciate you for coming through politics with me. Yeah, you already, man. Like I said, anytime you need me to do it again, I'll be glad to do it, man. Shout out to whole Cali, San Diego. I appreciate this, man. That's what's up. And we, like I was saying, um, we about to go into the other song I like, man, that Ordinary Day. So I just want you to talk about it a little bit and lead us into it. Oh, yeah, man. Before I get into the Ordinary Day, I just want to tell everybody, Gripping Green is out right now. 
featuring ASAP Rocky. Please go support that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a remix in the next two weeks, but please go support that. Gripping Woodgrain is on every blog in America. Now, back to the Ordinary Day, man. Ordinary Day is a true story about a little situation I had with my ex-girlfriend and all that. And that's basically my ordinary day, like how, how, I, would, how I would live, how a day in my life would be. Or, in a nutshell, that's basically how it would be. Part two and part one. So, yeah, miss. Ordinary day. Off the Sigma Fly EP. Did it. Pour up that nouveau bay while we mac under shades. Purple label, attire, Mark Jacobs made the frames. A simple nigga that love the ball like either James. Petrarian, no worthy, I haters keep the change. Paid with a hundred, but twenty Dutch is a city thing. Now turn my shit up and tell a DJ to keep it playing. I ain't a player, but still I know my bitch think I'm playing. So I be creeping extra low with my Jamaican hoe. She buy me all my clothes and I just give a dope, give a dope. Bitch, this the realest shit I ever spoke. So when it come to them garments, I'm the flyest they know. Green light with that money, everything is a go. I go in premium, tear it down, then I go some more. Ain't talking one piece, I'm talking to a mo. I'm talking from my streets and how they living, bro. We finding comfort and blowing money on shit we want. I got it out of bargain, but I sport it like I don't. Little tip for you fashion niggas going broke, going broke. Everything ain't what it seems when you in the dough. You got it today, but can lose it tomorrow. So I live every day, we ain't promised tomorrow. My head in the clouds, I'm closer to God. Private party on Mars, now I'm dancing with stars. I levitate just to get away how I designate. Then come up with that bomb shit that sure to detonate. Shout out to Desiree who kept it pimping every day. Mama mixed up with Jamaican rum and Alize. A diamond in the dirt, pull like Carla Lisa Ray. Speaking in codes, how we do it, mama, either way. The same chick that buy me clothes as my little getaway. She knew I had a girl, but she ain't care what bitches say. Now light a day up for my uh-uh ordinary day. Chicken right on my plate, seated, I'm getting face. Steaming wonder if Stevie saw that vision on my face. Hungry, I gotta get it. This shit is looking like cake. Left the work in the long shit, now I get it like ace. Doubled up on that money shit, now I'm looking like mace. 500 to O, plus I had five more with stay. Shit, I was balling for school and getting paid. Blue chips, my grades was average, but hey. I stopped hooping, not balling just for the sake. 
Came across a few women and that was the price I paid. Knocked me up for my hustle, but that was back in the day. Her lesson was well learned, so I wouldn't make it today. Learned from my mistakes, now it's 53 different ways to get it in. How I spin it just simply would never change. My roster power was selling that sour and came to fame. The fact that I was flying some shit, they knew my name. Polo Flames, Lacoste, this Puma kicks on my calm shit. Ugly ass attitude, but my bitches remain gorgeous. Harness to go with no denim, I kept it flawless. Call no estate for 1K, just for the mortgage. My taste expensive, my nigga, you can't afford this. Funny shit is I wrote this while Kobe was on his off shit. Two for ten while hooping against the harness. What they can fly is nothing but fucking garments. Coming our songs, we never have common projects. The architect of the blueprint, let's get it started. Yeah.